Lineup. Lineup. Locked. Locked. Where every day is Sunday. This fantasy football podcast is brought to you by CreatorRank.com. Are you ready for some football? Follow us on Twitter at CreatorRank and find us on Facebook and YouTube. Now, get ready. Ready? And lock it in. It's that time, time to lock it in. We have a semi-emergency, kind of emergency, not kind of as emergency as it should be an emergency, but it is an emergency pod for you today. It is myself and Matt Reller uh, here for your uh, podcast pleasure. What's up, Mr. Matt Reller? How are you? Always living the dream. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I had three drafts this last weekend, which was <sighs> awesome. And then uh, I pretty much am done now, so that's good. And I luckily, I guess, knock on wood, have dodged these uh, terrible bullets that are flying, uh, yeah, you know, all over the place. But uh, the reason why we're having this emergency pod is, A, uh, it's a holiday weekend coming up, so we are going to take a weekend sabbatical and come back full and strong next week with our split-up strate- uh, strategic podcast committee of waivers slash breaking things down, which I'm really excited about getting to. But we just kind of wanted to touch base on what's happening right now. Uh, Disclaimer, if anything crazy happens this weekend on cuts, there might be an emergency pod for that as well. Just out of the blue for 30 or 40 minutes, depending on. There's always something, but we're going to kind of touch base for most of that right now. So first off, this podcast, as always, is brought to you by thecreatorrank.com. That's where you get to make your own ranks. It's awesome. It's not new anymore. We broke it in, and we're rocking. We've got uh, so many writers that are doing amazing things, writing just incredible articles. Check them out. You can make your own rankings. Check out our rankings and uh, kind of see where our minds are at with what we talk about. So, as always, we like to share uh, Twitter profiles. So, first, I am at TechMozak, like the video game. And Matt Reller, where can the good people find you on the Twitter sphere, sir? You can find me at my name, at Matt Reller, M-A-T-T-R-E-L-L-E-R. Perfect. Let's get to cracking. Are you ready? Always. So today's ADP comparison that we're going to do is we're going to compare the Popeye's chicken sandwich to the Wendy's chicken sandwich, apparently. <laughs> apparently that's going to be, we're going to talk what about this. Have you? We're going to talk about this for the next hour. So I hope that the listeners are ready. No. Uh, have you seen this? Like it's like it's viral, dude. Yeah, it's. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's pretty major on the top four QB. Pretty much consensus besides, you know what? I don't really want to go through rehab again. I'm out. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> it, so, it's, it's because yeah, it's a little bit of follow up from that. Well, I actually heard it's because he found the Popeye's chicken sandwich, and he's like. <laughs> Dude, it's not on my diet plan. I've got to eat it. <laughs> no wonder he's got to rehab all the time. Yeah. <laughs> he's going through chicken chicken withdrawals, dude. Yeah, man. Pop- oh, it's, it's, it's getting tougher to find Popeyes in some spots, man. So, you got to do your homework. Oh, gosh. So the big news that Matt and I are talking about, if you've been living under a rock or you just rely on this pod for all of your information, Andrew Luck has decided to step away uh, from football. Uh, will he come back in a year or two years? I don't know the honest answer to that question. I just know as of right now he's retired. Uh, very classless, in my opinion. Um, show from the fans booing him. Obviously the team. Yeah, I don't. On. I'm not even sure the team knew what was going on yet. Maybe a couple <laughs> guys close in his circle, but he. Uh, had, yeah, I would imagine in your circle now. But still, like, man, to go from Manning to him, and then. Do that on his way out. Yeah, that's rough. Uh, and and you know, in, in part, the cynic in me gets it. There are season ticket holders, some of those yeah. that have been that have been burnt twice now. And now I, we both know the Colts are going to offer the money back. And I don't think you should ever boo someone for making a decision for their life. You know, because we're we're here to live. Or it, you know, it doesn't matter if you're an athlete, an actor, or 
you're me and you're a telemarketer or you're a podcast, whatever you are, I mean, you have feelings and you have family and you have things that are more important than what your your hat is, sure. so to speak. I get being upset. I get being bummed. But at least hear him out. I mean, he is your franchise QB. Right. I would at least hear what he has to say about the whole thing before I snap react. Because I got to figure, like, three, four months down the road, you're looking at what you got at quarterback and you start to regret booming him on the way out. Right, especially if he's wanting to come back. I mean, who knows? There's a lot of things that could happen. And you know For what? Sure. If if the Colts are going to be bad, which I'm not entirely convinced they're going to be, like, bottom seller bad. But if the Colts yeah. are going to be bad, this is the two-year window to be bad, right? Possibly. Yeah, for two, uh, suck for luck, kind of thing. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? So what, um, what I'm torn about with the whole situation is this, is, so for our listeners, let's talk about fantasy. This was the biggest draft weekend, period. Um, there are still some drafts yet to go. Some people wait till right before. But chances are, with as hard as it is to get people together on holiday weekends, like it's coming up this weekend, you probably on Friday or Saturday did your main draft, right? So, uh, yeah, yeah. The the average the average person. So what I'm concerned with is that if you drafted T. Y. Hilton, you drafted Marlon Mack. Are you concerned? Are you worried? Well, I think you should be, but I also think you should be prepared to sell. Um, I do think. I do think that T.Y. and Mac are still going to be very fantasy viable, but unfortunately take them down a peg to what you drop them to. So, for instance, you start, R- you start RBRB, T.Y. Hilton's your, RB, your wide receiver one. Well, you're kind of going to get probably, I'm thinking, wide receiver two production out of him. Marlon Mack could fall from like RB2 to possibly flex, and these are just hypotheticals. We don't know. Versus Jacoby could come out there and ball out, and it, they don't skip a beat. But they did score only 17 points a game with Jacoby the last time he was the quarterback. Don't get me wrong. Some things are different, though. Zach. Right. Exactly. Don't get me wrong. Different <laughs> coach, more talent, better defense, better offensive line. There is very, there's a very real chance this team could still be very competitive, very fantasy dynamic. What I would tell our listeners, and Matt, I want to get your take on this, is that if yeah, you've yeah, already, sure. I, if this is what I'm going to tell our listeners, if you've not drafted yet, take advantage of the price of T.Y. Hilton and Mac, in my opinion. And mm-hmm. also look really heavy at Heinz now, I think. Mm-hmm. But uh, take advantage of the draft stock you're about to get, because I did a draft on Sunday. Chris, uh, who is one of our podcast hosts, called me. Somebody dropped out of one of his home league that he does. And it's just a little friends league, and there's only 12 people, and it's 20 bucks. No big deal. But um, I went there and joined the league. T.Y. Hilton went in the fifth round. Wow. So he's a flex by by depending on team build. So if you're drafting and people are terrified of either one of these two guys and you can get them as a flex, you're doing it right. So what I'm telling telling you right now, though, let's say that Jacoby Brissett balls out week one, okay? And... T.Y. Hilton has 100 yards and a touchdown. Everyone's like, yes. If I was you, I might dangle the carrot over some owners that are wide receiver needy and try to see if you can work something out. Just to see. I'm not saying to plummet yourself. I'm just saying if it best case scenario, you get exactly what you would want. Don't don't be afraid to try to dangle and see, can I get a little high upside? You know, is it is a maybe a Chris Godwin has a has a rough week, and maybe you can get a running back in Chris Godwin from him, right? right all this right, Chris, yeah, yeah. all oh. this Chris Godwin hype, and he gets forty yards. A little earlier, when you said be prepared to sell, I thought you meant like right now, and I was like, eh, hold on. No, I'm I am <laughs> a week <laughs> one seller. Week one, week two. If you want to wait just to, just to see what happens in the second week, and then make your move, I think that's a smart idea. Well, I think for me it just depends on what other people do. There are guys like Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, uh, Chris Godwin. Name me, name me a who are some Galladay. other Galladay. Who are some of the really Thielen hyped up? Diggs could have a bad week. Right, one. and and uh, if, well, let Thielen yeah. let Thielen continue to Thielen sucked at the end of the year. There's no targets, so let right. somebody that drafted him as their wide receiver one get thirty yards out of the guy. Possibly, I would right. sell absolutely. Yeah, it, I mean, it's definitely, especially week one, if T.Y. does have a big game, everybody balls out, 
it's worth throwing that offer out there of like, you know, I could actually get an upgrade. I mean, I've heard crazier plans like drafting Kareem Hunt or something like that. Right, like, <laughs> yeah. I just did that, actually. <laughs> Man, you don't listen to me. <laughs> no, so, no, Matt. I'm actually. We, I'm going to share these stories with our listeners because I am a very, oh, I'm a very creative thinker, and I actually uh-huh. developed a plan in the shower, and we're going to cover that here in a minute. Is it the Justin Jackson plan or no? Yes. Because you ran that past me last time. Yes, that's what I, I did. Still no, I wouldn't that's what I did. But also, I, I also got my homes. I also got my homes, so I don't have to oh, worry yeah. about quarterback by week to week yeah, twelve. Yeah. That's my plan. I know. Yeah. I. <laughs> hey, man. It just happened. So that's my opening thoughts. I think that the only Colts I'm drafting are Hines, Mack, and the and, uh, T.Y. right now. I don't think any of the other guy and Funchess may be late, but I don't think anybody no, else no. is. I don't, I don't like Funchess. I don't think anybody else is really going to be drafted. And it's kind of just put him on your watch list and see. Let's see what Jacoby's got. I can make a got. decent case for a late flyer on Doyle, but I... <laughs> It wouldn't be like my take of the century or anything like that. I would definitely lean towards those three. Well, Doyle did well with Jacoby. That's what I'm saying. I can make a decent case, but it was was so making me super nervous. He'd have to be like my tight end, too, or it'd have to be like the last round because nobody else is going to grab him. So did you see that with this whole whole Colt situation, did you see the O.J. Simpson video? Did you see that yes, on Twitter? I did. Yes, I did. Oh my gosh, you you pissed off the wrong man, Andrew. <laughs> there was another video of a kid that like drafted him two minutes after. Oh. <laughs> like two minutes before, and his his reaction was maybe just a smidge stronger. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to my uh, welcome to my home league draft. Right, we're doing our draft, and my wife. My wife is looking at her cheat sheet, and she looks up and goes, Babe, Dak or Luck, who should I draft right now? Guess what I said? Luck. Luck. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan <Swift>. no. <laughs> yeah, so the good news is is that my wife doesn't listen to my draft plan, where you should uh, only draft one quarterback and wait, and she drafted Goff the next round. Oh, so, nice, nice. So I think she'll survive it. Um, Yes, she protected. She protected the and and I did tell her there's a chance he won't play week one. So make sure you're still looking at quarterback. So I did. I did give her that nugget. And so for you, so let's do this. So some of our listeners have drafted already, and if you drafted Luck, you you did a top ten pick on Luck more than likely, correct? Maybe 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 seven eight nine ten, but he didn't go past that probably. No. So hopefully our listeners. Do exactly what my wife did, and got another high upside guy with as deep as quarterback is, or they're in a league where a lot of people aren't doing two quarterbacks. But let's play in a world where we're in a league where it's a twelve man league, and everyone has two quarterbacks. Ugh. What should our listeners target on waivers when they open for them? Whether it's today, tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, next week, what's the guy where it could be a potential fantasy stud that might have not been drafted that they should target? That is a fantastic question. I would guess either Fitzpatrick or Rosen. I think it's Fitzpatrick's getting a start week one, right? They came out and said that. Well, I've got one even better. Look, I'll just pull this up right now. Or Case Keenum. So check this out. He's the week one starter. So here's my here's the league we just drafted, and it's twelve man uh-huh. PPR, and almost everybody drafted two quarterbacks. I'm literally gonna pull it up. Okay. My team's called the Rock and Sock Connection. Little WWE throwback, by the way. Um, let's look at who the quarterbacks are that are available right now. Oh, number one is Andrew Luck. Nope. Okay, so we've got <laughs> we've got Jimmy Garoppolo, Derek Carr, Josh Allen, Matt Stafford, Nick Foles. Jacoby, Mariota, Andy Dalton, Joe Flacco. Then the Miami boys are right below the uh, Giant boys. Of those names, I think Josh Allen is your dude. I do too, man. I think I think Josh Allen and, you know, man, as much negative hype as Jimmy got, it might not be a bad idea to get both. If you, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Grab two of these guys, whoever you think is your strongest play. Personally, I think I would lean Stafford and Josh Allen. Yeah, I like Stafford too. Just to give you a little solidity. 
Stafford kind of probably know what to expect out of him at least. Well, you probably have the best floor with both of those guys too, right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Foles could be sneaky. I mean, if he performs like he did championship week last year. I get it. He's got the same little C. He's got some weapons. DD's looking good. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's not Philly, man. It makes me nervous. I'm with you. I'm with you. If I, I have Patrick Mahomes in this league, and if I found out that he retired tomorrow, I would pick up Josh Allen and Matt Stafford, and I would just try to make it work. I would, we could agree on something. I would hope I would hope that I have the same Josh Allen there. So what I urge our listeners not to do is because quarterback is so volatile and is so deep not to trade. Um, unless it's just it's a it's a gimme deal. Like it's easy, easy money like type thing. Like it's a backup running back for a backup quarterback, maybe. But I, I know last year I had Carson Wentz and I lost him and I just streamed and I I'd streamed Dak and Josh Allen and I got to the championship. You can sure. do it. These teams yeah, that have yeah, yeah. these teams that have two quarterbacks, they're going to drop people on bye weeks. They're going to see uh, Mitchell Trubisky have a bad week. Oh, I'm going to drop him and pick up X. whoever the hotness is. So you so don't panic too much. Who's your don't, backup? Is yeah. it somebody you feel comfortable week one? If not, take a gamble on one of these guys. Chances are, on most waivers, you have a handful of five or six of these guys. This isn't a four. We're not talking fourteen man leagues here. We're talking mostly no, ten and yeah. twelve, so I, I just—it's okay to go either. Josh Allen Foles, high upset. Let me see what Foles has got. Watch Stafford sure. for two weeks. I definitely would say I'd feel the most comfortable with Josh Allen as my guy. Definitely. If you are but still play, drop it like it's hot. Yeah, if you are diligent, uh, don't it, be complacent by any means. Right, and then if and like I said, don't even think about Derek Carr. Let's let's see it. See it Monday Night Football, please. <laughs> He's going to have to prove it to me a couple of weeks. Yeah. Show, show me him airing it out versus the Broncos D, and I'll feel a lot better about recommending right. that. Exactly. And, of course, Matt and I, every Sunday night, are going to have our waiver wire episode. So yes. uh, some of these quarterbacks that are on waivers will let you know what their box score is, how they looked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have the Red Zone channel, so I'll be watching everything that happens scoring-wise. So we'll yeah. definitely be and able be- to – Peeking ahead at the following week to see for sure who's play who's <laughs> so. so so the other big news is that Lamar Miller is done yeah so wow. that sucks Sorry, and Lamar. there's a lot of weird things going on did you hear that Al Michaels broke the news on Sunday Night Football last night that Jay Ajay was signed by the Texans but then he wasn't <laughs> did you yeah. just... I like was watching the game. I go, what? What? I missed this. I need to put a claim in on Jai right now. I went and scrambled and was like, I gotta verify this. I know it's Al Michaels, but I still gotta verify because I hadn't seen a sleeper notification, fantasy life, nothing had come through. So scoured on Twitter, couldn't find anything that would back it up. Well, thankfully, I I stayed out of it. Well, in our one, in our work league, not a work league, but in our creator rank uh, redraft (laughs) league that we had a listener in, I went ahead and scooped him up, just just speculatively, just to see. I um, I'm not sure. So Houston. I'm for those of you who are about to draft, and you're thinking that Duke Johnson's worth a third round pick. I have other news for you. They're probably going to pick somebody else, so he might be. I might be priced out of Duke Johnson right now. Do you want to go through the rumors? <laughs> well, I've heard Carlos Hyde. I've heard Lashawn McCoy. I've heard Melvin Gordon. I've heard Jay yep. Jai. I mean, somebody's yep. going to get cut, right? Yeah. Um... There, there was also a little whispers of Adrian Peterson too. Right, because God, that's, Price is looking as good, and right. Adrian Peterson being from Texas, it makes sense in a certain way. But uh, the one that makes it, of all the rumors, the one that makes the most sense to me is trade. They've been thinking of trading Devian Clowney all off season. You trade him to San or uh, Los Angeles. God, it's so hard for me. Trade him to Los Angeles for Melvin Gordon. You give him a deal and let's ride because then you have him set. You don't have to worry about it. And you're still staying afloat as your division leader since Luck decided I'm good. Well, Houston's clearly right now the best team in that division, in my opinion. And I would I would trade for I would trade for Melvin Gordon and sign Clowney and just burn it down, man. Personally, what the reason why I don't yeah. the reason why I don't think they're going to is 
If they're not, un- Clowney is very good, obviously, and they're not trying to invest the money in him. He's holding out. They're trying to get rid of him right now. I don't know if they want to invest the money in a running back. Obviously, Melvin Gordon would have to agree to a deal. I would assume before they would accept the trade. Yeah, but I mean, of the two positions that you could hold out at, make a late swap, and still thrive, it's hand and running back. So it makes a lot of sense from that regard. Right and. I gotta figure it's not too far off money wise for either of them. No, and like, it makes and the cool thing is, is like it would a be two-year deal. Yeah, it would be one of the better trades in history because both teams would have to have deals worked out with the player to trade them to do the swap. Right. Like literally, right. the Chargers would have to have a deal worked out with Clowney, and vice but versa. I'm sure, like they they don't mind paying defensive guys. They might pay an offensive guys for some reason. And Houston seems to be the opposite. Where we'll play our offense, but we won't play our defense, except for J.J. Watt, who's a unicorn. So, of course, you can. But, <laughs> sorry, Wisconsin, go ahead of my job. Right. Well, no, I get that. <laughs> well, no, completely. I just, I would that would be one of the better trades I've ever seen pulled off in my life. If they are, it's if they're bad. Able. It makes too much sense. It ain't going to happen. Yeah. So. I really, the Adrian Peterson thing, and I, it's funny because what I want to want our listeners to know right now is that be always be ahead of the curve, whether it's waivers, whether it's uh, guys you got feelings about. So, oh, I'm getting text yeah. messages going on right now. Bing, there you yeah. go. <laughs> so, so what I want our listeners to know, yeah, Bing, it's like great light bulb we off in the idea. head, <laughs> light bulb in the head. So, what I want our listeners to understand and know about is this. So, if that, like, okay, think speculatively, right? I'm not saying that the, the cost of Geis or Adrian Peterson should be something that you go into. I'm just saying that there are maybe one person per league, if any, that are thinking like Matt and I are right now. So, for instance, if I'm in a draft this Friday and everything is pat right now, knowing that Houston's got to make a move, I'm going to think, what have I seen from Adrian Peterson before? I've seen him be an ageless wonder. I've seen him perform. I've also seen that when a young up-and-coming running back started to do well, he demanded a trade out of that city. So what I think, okay, is now is it a long shot that Geis will 100% be healthy the entire year and be perfect with that offensive line? Probably. But at the same time, let's live in a world that that is a thing. Let's live in a world where that might happen. And we talked about that on our pod last week. Try to draft accordingly. Maybe Adrian Peterson's a guy you would normally fade because of his age. Maybe instead of letting him go over your draft board this time, you, you get him, right? We all yeah. have. We all look at rankings and we see there people. There's a point where that price makes sense, right? There's always whatever that means to you. Pull the trigger when it makes sense. Like you know, maybe he does go to Houston. It's the eleventh round. What's the worst that could happen? Right. Drop him week two, whatever. Right. I'm prepared to move on if I need to. Maybe somebody's an right. Adrian Peterson fan, and I can sell if he does well right. one week. There's there's a lot of different things that could happen. So I would say just be very aware of situations like that. If you drafted Carlos Hyde, and you're like, oh my gosh, this guy's about to get cut, man. I I picked the wrong running back. I should have went after Darwin. Hold for a Hold. minute. Let's Find see what out happens. where he goes. Let it shake out. Yeah. <laughs> There's like one or two guys like us in every league. I'm that guy in like every league. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I'm always doing stuff like that. Like, oh, let me trade for this guy. He might go somewhere. And then either it pans out and works out and I'm looking like a genius or it doesn't and it blows him in my face, but you can cut bait and move on. For Great. sure, man. Well, and that's the thing is that's what our listeners need to – need to know is that you just every every league is its own universe like you know you've got oh, the, yeah. you've got the dc universe with batman and superman and wonder woman <laughs> and then you've got the marvel universe that no longer has spider-man right and you right. uh you have all these things you have all these universes going on and they all sometimes there's different things available on waivers sometimes it's the same but it's it's right. it's totally an organic situation because you got to know the people that you're playing with do you know yes. if somebody is an overreactor 
do you know that somebody is like me where they're calm and cool and they're not worried about it even if they mess up that they're still like they, they don't they show they don't they show their poker or they don't show their poker face would that be what yeah, the terminology yeah, yeah. is and everything close to the vest you got your Chris who's injury like injury risk adverse you got right me a little more riverboat gambler willing to take chances <laughs> oh I'm riverboat I am a as the kids would say as the kids would say I am riverboat AF that's 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 <laughs> me that life yes. So, real quick, let's talk about some of the third preseason games. There wasn't a sure. terrible amount of stuff that's been shown to me um, in the third week. Honestly, five years ago, seven years ago, you're getting a whole half from starters for the most part. Yeah. Now you're lucky to get a quarter. And things that I noticed was, A, with the Patriots, Michelle looked very, very, very good. Deploy and draft and take advantage of the people that are afraid of the energy. In the injury, excuse me. I'm I'm signing off on it. I think it's okay. Be prepared for the worst. I'll, Don't get me wrong. I'll go one further. Go after that backfield because that offensive line, no matter who the running back has looked, has been has looked amazing, especially the starters. Right. So I would go after at least Michelle and Harris because I do think that those are the two probably most fantasy viable this year. Well, James White too. James White. What Tom Brady had twenty eight <laughs> snaps. It was fifteen. Sure. It was fifteen and thirteen, I believe, were the snaps with between Michelle. Like he's still my PPR guy, but if you're in the standard, I go Michelle or Harris. right. If I'm in a standard league, I'm gonna go Michelle, and I'm gonna cuff it with Harris. Right. If I'm in a PPR league, I'm not interested in Michelle at all. I'm just going all in on James White, and right. maybe a late late stab at Harris just to see if he can do that too. Because right. I don't know what happens if James. I, th- I guess Burkhead's the cuff to James White, possibly. I guess is how that works because they're going to roster all four. They, I think. I think they could they could mess around and move Sony to the James White role and put Damian Harris as the future. So Cam Newton, they, uh, that one's weird. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Oh, you're good. Cam Newton looks like he's on track to play Week One, which is very good. Obviously, yeah. if you're in a league that starts defenses and Cam does not. I think you want to deploy the Chargers defense with full confidence yes. <laughs> against. Yeah. They're, they're a good defense anyway. I still might be able to. I still might be willing to risk it a little bit. If Cam doesn't go next week, is Curtis Samuel still a flex play? No, I don't think me. so either. I don't think Will Greer's got the. I don't think so jobs either. To look more than one guy. I think DJ Moore might move down to being from wide receiver two to flex, and Curtis is look for somebody else and hope you have him. Like right now, I have Curtis right. Samuel in a league, and he's my flex right now, and I'm totally yeah. about it. But week That's one, Cam in, but if Cam out, you move him down to the bench. You don't overreact and drop. That's for sure. No, do not drop at all. But I, I would yeah. temper your expert expectations for sure. Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. Jimmy G looked better. Still not perfect. Certainly got a lot of rust off, though. Uh, I yeah. feel I, I've never not felt good about this offense. I feel less good about Jimmy, but I still feel good about Kittle. I like I even with all the hate on Pettis, sign me up. He just keeps falling further and further in drafts. Give me a piece. But, Let me get your opinion on Coleman real quick, though, because he hasn't looked right again. Like he didn't show well in Atlanta when he, he had a shot. He hasn't looked right to me in the preseason. Where are you at with him? Well, I have him in one league that's a dual flex. And my flexes okay. are Curtis Samuel and Tevin Coleman. That's not bad, right? No. Yeah. That's a, that's a pretty good little... And I'm I'm, I'm starting... I'm comfortable starting both. Um, same. I might start MVS in my flex over Samuel if Cam's not playing. And I might not know because they play on Thursday night next week. Right. So I might just be deploying MVS regardless. Um, yeah, is I my, think that would be my plan. It's not the homer in me. It's, I would just be nervous with it. It's also a standard league. It's also a standard league. So the touchdown oh, okay, upside yeah, of MBS is a very real thing. So I feel good about Coleman. And what I want our listeners to know is that I got Coleman when I drafted Coleman. I was fourth in a league. Right at fourth pick, I went Kamara. Mm-hmm. I went Kelsey. Carry mm-hmm. on Johnson. Then it came back to me. I wasn't in love with the wide receivers. I felt like I could get Robbie Anderson or DJ Moore with my next pick. So I went Coleman in the fourth. Then I got Robbie Anderson. And then I believe I went Curtis Samuel right after that. 
So I felt really good with the build for not starting really wide receiver heavy and still getting three RBs. I'm fine with yeah. my flex. And, and the good news is for you drafters that have yet to draft, because of the showing this weekend, he is pretty much a fifth or sixth round pick now. In fact, yeah. in the draft that I just did on Friday, he was drafted in the third round. Coleman was. And the wow. person the person who has him is so freaked out by the performance this weekend, he made a trade for oh. Matt Breida to, to secure the whole backfield. See, well, if, That's well, overreaction. If Coleman to do that, I don't mind that because there is a world where Breida outpaces him and becomes the dude. I could see it happening. That's why I brought it up because I do ah, – I'm starting to think that way, dude. I'm not getting both. I might both. agree with that guy. Well, you're going to have a headache. I promise you. Mark this down, bookmark it. You want to own one or the other and not both. So you got to draw Correct. your line of the sand Correct. when you draft because if you have both, there there's going to be – I truly, I'm saying it right now, I truly believe both guys are good for 900 yards. I absolutely believe both guys are good for 900 yards, and it's going to happen, which is awesome as a wide as an RB2 or as your flex. But if you have both, who are you playing? What happens when they get shut down? It's a oh, headache. Yeah, yeah. I've owned Devontae Freeman and Coleman before, and it was not fun. It was not fun. No, in that regard, you're right. I wouldn't want to own both. But being able to pivot to Burita because he's cheaper in a draft, I think I would lean that right. I don't know. They're both going in the fifth and sixth now. I don't don't know if it even matters at this point. Burita got bumped up that much? uh, Possibly. I heard. Yeah, like, I was listening to a podcast today, and they were talking about some crazy ADP stuff. Brita skyrocketed, and Coleman fell down. So we'll see how that works out. But Pettis yeah, that might be an overreaction. Still grab Coleman and fade Brita if that's the case. Yeah, and Pettis now is going like in the eighth and ninth round. Beautiful, good. <laughs> like it's it's wild. So so you can really get DJ Moore and uh, Dante Pettis in. Sleep like a baby. That's yeah, be great. Fine I'm with it. So RB heavy. No. Yeah. So our, our biggest draft week of the year last week, and I didn't have a single live draft. <laughs> <laughs> I have two coming up this weekend, and then a third online one. So. Or you have two live. You said you have two live drafts and then an online one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. And those are my three like league of record type drafts that I talk about. I've been the Phil Mickelson of those leagues. I have yet to age you. And, ah, oh, it's, it's driving me nuts, so i got to get right. <laughs> That's all right. I'll be, I'll be here for you. Feel free to text right. me. I'll give you good advice. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Wolfpack's a thing, man. For sure. Right? in the hole. <laughs> and you know what's this cool? This going to get me over the top this year. <laughs> and, uh, and speaking of advice, uh, for our listeners, and uh, thank you for everybody yes. who tunes in, um, reads our articles, pays attention to our, our banter, it's really cool. I've had at least, I think, I'll, it's which for me, that's a lot. I've had four people reach out to me on Twitter and DM me and ask me for advice awesome. on their drafts. Like yeah. literally, hey man, I've got a standard draft tomorrow. What are some what are some sleepers in a standard league? And yeah. and I just give them a, a list of some guys that I like. And then I've had uh, one of my buddies live in Michigan. Like, oh my gosh, my family draft tonight's online. He's like, can I Facetime you? Will you help me out with this? And it's it's cool. And I don't mind doing these things. So if you're listening to the podcast, regardless if I know you or not, don't hesitate to reach out on on on, on Twitter or or uh, Instagram or wherever. I'll happily help you out. It's uh, you know, we we're here to make sure that people win. That's why this is lineup locked. We want you to make good decisions. And you know what? Sometimes I'm better at giving advice than I am making my own decisions. <laughs> it's oh for sure. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you're not thinking. You know, you're you're thinking a little bit more clearly because you're you're uh, yeah. the gun's not to your head, so to speak. If that makes sense. Exactly. You're not feeling the pressure. You're not sweating it. Hit up me too. I, I'd be happy to help you out. For sure, and then we and then go ahead. (laughs) And like Matt said, we do have our Wolfman. uh, We do have our Wolfman group chat of Lee, myself, and Chris, where we uh, communicate and talk all the time. So uh, just be warned that if they have an injury history, Chris will tell you to veer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can predict Chris. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So, 
So next thing, next thing that I want to bring up from what I've seen in the preseason, uh, Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup might be a thing. Yeah, 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 he is. I've come around on him. If Dak is that much improved, he can carry too. So I, I would definitely take that light flyer. I don't think he's creeping up too much, is he? Ah, uh, no, he's not. He's pretty much free. And I would also, Beautiful. if you were a Mari Cooper owner, I don't believe in. I don't believe in cuffing wide receivers too much, but if you, I, I wouldn't. I, I would say that Gallup seems mighty tantalizing if Cooper can't go week one or two, or he's just a decoy. So that might be something to pay attention to. I don't. That's fair. I oh, that I don't want a monopoly. You know what I mean? Right. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to be too invested in one offense just because they could have that bad well, week. You see, unless you can trust it, and it's like. No seven, no eight pass. Well, think of it this way, though. See, think of it this way. In Texas, you can't do that because Cooper and Gallup's price is hefty. Gallup might go undrafted in a non-Texas league or go very, very, very late, right? There's a little bit more hype. Now, don't get me wrong. The hype's up from Saturday, so we'll see if that that spikes or not. But um, that's that's what I got. Uh, Darwin Thompson is a low-key baller. He could be this year's (sighs) Camara. Get a piece of him, right? If you can, his his price is skyrocketing. Sorry to bring up another dress that I was in, but I was <laughs> I was in this crazy twenty league, twenty team dynasty league auction draft last, and he went for like twenty six bucks, which was starter money. Wow. Yeah, I, I mean the hype is real on him. Wow, that's for crazy. reference, Leonard Fournette went for like forty. So Woo. <laughs> it wasn't that far off. It's a two hundred dollar budget, but still, like I got Justice Hill and somebody else decent for like eighteen bucks. I was I was feeling saucy wow. about that. Should should our should our listeners be concerned about Baker Mayfield's Friday performance? No. I agree. <laughs> there was no, no Odell, no, no Odell Orlando. Right. No, no top weapons. It's vanilla offense against vanilla. Uh, yeah. Now, <laughs> could you believe that Jameis Winston got sacked five times in one quarter by the Browns defense? That's wild. Yeah. That Browns D could be really good. Miles Garrett's trying to get paid. They, he, they were my uh, last he's pick. coming around. They were my last pick in the draft. I got because we, we play saw, week one. Uh, they play the Titans. In Cleveland. That's nice. In Cleveland. That's nice. <laughs> you don't trust Mariota to like ruin that pick for it? No, I watched the game <laughs> I watched the game last night. No, I don't trust Mariota for anything. No, 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 no. No, you should. No, it <laughs> looks is, is good. Tannehill will be having a, a job really, really, really soon. Who? Uh Ryan Tannehill, Tannehill yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he will be on uh some streaming radar, by the way. And he'll can yeah. put together a few fantasy performances in a row, and then he'll suck. He'll give you like two or three good weeks, and then just bomb completely. That's his uh, his mo. Speaking of preseason balling out, are you putting any stock into Chad Kelly as the like backup to Jacoby Brissett? No, no, not even in a super flex. He wouldn't be on your radar. Uh, no, because he gets taken in all of them. Um, I would say that <laughs> if you're in a league where you need to, then get him. Just and see what happens because, I mean, it's it's a, it's a thing. I mean, look at San Francisco. Would you? I took a gamble on Nick Mullins in a dynasty superflex. I sure. think I think he has talent, and I think you never know. So sure, if you're in a dynasty yeah. league, absolutely. If I'm just in a normal superflex, no way. I gotcha. I'm gonna. I would yeah. take a gamble on Jacoby. I think. Sorry, I was dipping over to the Korean Dynasty podcast for a moment. Oh, you're Bye fine. Oh, you're fine. I think no, no, and I, th- I think that that's a that's something to watch for sure. Uh, yeah, dude has talent. Yeah, I mean he's Jim Kelly's son. Right? right, he's got the bloodline, man. Man. <laughs> so we'll see. I, I just, agree. I, I just would look two preseasons in a row now. So, well, it's, the only reason I brought him up. it's just like Josh Gordon, man. You know, as much as I want yeah, Josh Gordon to be know. great, it's just it's the same story every time. You know, every yeah. time it's you're like, okay, this is when it's going to be different, and then week thirteen we he steps away. <laughs> yeah, and and yet I still sign up and draft him every year, like I just did in my home league. <laughs> <laughs> he 
I just can't. I just can't quit, can't man. Quit him. So Dalvin Cook, eighty-yard run, looking <sighs> balling. By the way. Yeah, if you're worried about him, I mean, there's there's still the history with him, as Chris would say. But I, yeah, no, that offense. I, Let me ask you a question. That he's a Viking, but I would still take the like late first, early second. Let me ask you a question. So, mm-hmm. for our listeners, we want them to protect against players that something could happen to. Correct. This mm-hmm. team. This team. The freaking Minnesota Vikings is going to pound the rock. And yes. every running back I've seen right now with their revamped offensive line, revamped play calling under Kubiak, is performing pretty good. You've got And the three that I'm watching are Dalvin Cook, Boone, and Madison. Now, Madison's yep. clearly the number two, and Boone's the pie-in-the-sky third guy, right? Mm-hmm. If you are, let's say that someone snaked Madison from you, okay? And you drafted Cook. He's sitting on waivers right now. Would you take a flyer on Boone's as your Mister Irrelevant and pick him up off waivers, kind of like yes. kind of like Damian Williams last year, just to see what's going to go down? Yes, because of Alexander Madison's a rookie, and sometimes coaches do weird things with rookies. For see, sure, uh, Marvin Lewis. <laughs> so I would take the flyer. Worst worst case scenario, he holds a spot on your bench for like six seven weeks and you hold them as long as you can yeah absolutely until you have to do something so that that because i have delvin cook in the uh in the league that we just did right nick yeah. chubb's my keeper in the 15th first sure. pick i had ninth pick i picked odell beckham jr nice. it came back to me i got delvin cook Beautiful. and then it came back around That's and a great i three man start yeah it came back around and i knew i didn't have a fourth round pick because i traded it the year before so i picked up my homes had no fourth-round pick. It came back around at two-fifths. I got Josh Gordon and Curtis Samuel. Came back around two picks later and got uh, in the law firm. And then nice. uh, built the rest of the roster, man. it's uh, I'm, I'm pretty pleased. I don't like taking Patrick Mahomes that early, but the fact that I already had three guys, I was okay with it. It was my, it basically, yeah. it was my fourth player. So I right. feel great. I feel really good about it, actually. Yeah, uh, like... We've always said it depends upon the build whether or not you want to pull the trigger early on a quarterback. As long as you've been smart ahead and smart behind, I don't see the problem with it. And and like we said, uh, in that league on waivers right now is Boone. And I'm thinking about picking him up and mm-hmm. just, just doing it. Because last year, Damian Williams and Justin Jackson were the most um, great. And Jalen Samuels, too, were three speculative ads that I made around playoff time. And it helped lead the championship glory. You just don't know. Just because they're not the cuff right now doesn't necessarily mean they won't be. So if you right. can or, if you can manage it and get through the buys and all that that's gonna be coming, look at your roster build. Like for instance, I have Mahomes, his buy is week twelve. That means there's very little movement that needs to go on. Yeah. So it's just something Also, I mean, practice injuries do happen, who knows? True. For sure. So, or just missing. I mean, hey, all that's going to take is for him to miss a block and Kirk Cousin get popped and you're not getting played. Exactly. Right. So, yeah, it, especially with running backs, take the shot. Like, don't worry about depth chart position at this point. If they've, they've got a path, even if it's a little muddied, take the shot. Who knows? It's better than a kicker right now. Right, for sure. And last thing I want to talk about, because I know that we have people that are drafting or have drafted and – what are you thinking about Kyler Murray? He showed out a little bit better. He looked a little bit more. He was able to move the ball a little bit more. Uh, Keyshawn Johnson is looking like he might actually be a rookie that's worth having on your team yeah. in redraft, right? Yes. Yeah, it's possible. He's another late round. Right. I would take Gallup over him, but oh, yes. Gallup is gone for some reason. Eh, I could do worse than Keyshawn Johnson, I think. For sure, and then you can just cut bait if it's not worth it. Um, actually, with the luck news, I kind of did an emergency shuffle around on the quarterbacks, at least. Uh-huh. And <sighs> Kyler keeps just slowly creeping up. He's right on the border of QB1 or not. Like, quarterback 12, 13 range, I think he is right now on the right. rankings. I can't remember exactly where he finished. Um, but yeah, he's... 
going to be growing pains. There's going to be games where that offensive line looks terrible. There's going to be games where they look great, and he's able to move the ball a ton, dump offs to David Johnson. I, I, I think the upside is there. So, well, let, I, I think I think I would pull the trigger. Well, riddle me this, Batman. So yes, I draft Kyler Murray. That and let's say that I get him. What quarterback pairing? Because I'm not comfortable having him as the only QB on my team. I need to have another a number two. Is it Ben Roethlisberger? Is it Tom Brady? Who am I targeting? Yeah, I would want somebody steady. You kind of know what to expect. Drew Brees is going a little later than I feel like he should, so he might be a name. Philip Rivers, somebody like that. Tom Brady would be a good one too, just because you kind of know what to expect out of him. They're usually not going to lose you the week. They might not always win you the week, but they're not going to screw your team. So, no, I like it. I like it. I I think Big Ben's for me is the guy that I think I would target because I think he's even going later than almost all of them for some weird reason I can't explain. It's so odd. It is so weird. I don't even get it. Is everybody thinking it was all Antonio Brown? I guess so, man. the offensive system at all? I think that they're going to be quickly reminded that's not the case. But yeah, when Juju goes for like a buck eighty and three week one. Speaking of that, let's let's cover Pittsburgh real quick. I watched the game last night. Dante Moncrief, eighty five percent of the snaps. James Washington had two. He had two snaps with Big Ben. Once Rudolph came in, James Washington looked like a baller again. But it is well, they're college boys. It is my yeah. It is Moncrief. So if you're drafting, yeah. Moncrief is they're going pretty much neck and neck. In fact, in my home draft, they went back to back. <coughs> Excuse me. I, I drafted Moncrief. Is the right answer right now. I drafted Moncrief, and then the next pick was James Washington. So, and oh Matt, let's let's do a live rate real quick. I'm intrigued. I want to tell you what my home league team was. This is 12 team PPR. All right, let's do this. We like to bring up these things on the pod so they can kind of see what what we do. So my my quarterback is Patrick Mahomes. I have Nick Chubb, Dalvin Cook, Odell Beckham, Robbie Anderson. Tight end, Mark Andrews. Flex, Josh Gordon, Dante Moncrief. We do kickers and Ds in this league. I've got Prater and the Cowboys D. Do they make you draft on? Uh, You don't have to, no. Okay. On the bench, I have Curtis Samuel. (laughs) No, you're good. On the bench, I have Curtis Samuel, the law firm, Vald Scanting. I have uh, Darwin Thompson, Justice Hill, Kareem Hunt, Cam Newton, TJ Hawkinson, and then I have, I took a flyer on Jay Ajay last night when I heard Al Michaels being drunk, apparently, on live TV. <laughs> just just in case. Yeah, not want too many steak dinners. <laughs> so I think I'm going to drop, I think I'm going to drop Ajay for Boone, but overall, I pick, I don't like carrying two tight ends, but I, I am... Just because I, I just I think one of them is going to be good, and I'm not 100 percent sure which one it's going to be yet. Right. No, I agree with you there. I, I don't have a problem with those two tight ends. Like it's got to be late enough where it makes sense. If I grab Kittle, Ertz, Kelsey, there's no way I'm grabbing a second tight end. Yeah. Just because they're going to dominate the position, and what am I going to do? Like I'm just going to wait till bye week until I know who to grab the tight end. Right. Well, and if you have I'll Kelsey. If you have Kelsey, his buys week twelve. So right, he's got time to figure that out. It, what's crazy is I have Mahomes in this league, so I wasn't even thinking about getting another quarterback because his buys week twelve, and then it was uh-huh. the thirteenth round, and I looked down. I'm just looking at my cheat sheet, and Cam Newton was there. I'm like, you know what? Why not? I don't want. Right. I don't want to play against him. I'm just gonna take. Yeah, him. that's for sure. Play keep away. Sometimes that's a strategy too, and Jackson. Yeah, and I'm like, and you know what? I don't want to see Deshaun Jackson and somebody else's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I feel good, man. I feel good about the team. The teams are pretty, yeah, you pretty good. I we'll see the, like I said, uh, hopefully Josh Gordon does what he needs to do. But I feel good about it. We'll see a little bit of health. I might finally get a, a chance to not finish second place in this league. So we'll see. <laughs> good luck. But uh, they made me I can't think, help you with that apparently. Because I, I did take well, I did take Dante Moncrief in that league, and I was impressed with the targets. He's there. Yeah. The one problem yeah. with Dante Moncrief has been health. So it's, but at the it, where you're drafting it, it's okay, I think, to take the health flyer because it's not like yeah. he's a fifth guy. You know, he's going in the right. ninth round, the tenth round, the eleventh round. Yeah, 
and also like even if James Washington does pass him, it's not going to be until later in the season anyway. And by that time, you can make an adjustment if you need to. For sure, yeah. It, the draft is just the plan. It's it's right. You draft. It's, it's the it's the blueprint. It's the foundation and. I guarantee you can look at almost any draft board when the season's over and be like, what in the heck was I thinking? Or did I really draft this guy here? Did I really do that? It, it's the same story every year because we yeah, really I don't know. I think we did know. a good job of explaining that last week of nobody knows. <laughs> it's right. all a guess on our end, so. It's we an can, educated one, but a guess. Yeah, we can give you our best opinion. We can tell you what we think is best. And but we really don't know. Otherwise, we win every league we were in, and nobody would play with us because we would always yeah, win. Right. We'd, have to, we'd have to just play with each other only. Right, and if there was one way to do it, we'd all be doing it, and it would be a boring game. For but sure, that's not how it goes. Right on. So, Matt, is there anything you want to say in closing, sir? No, it's good luck with your drafts. If it's already happened, don't stay complacent. Make some changes if you need to. Stay water even after the draft. Right, so we're gonna go. Podcast is gonna be zero dark thirty for about a week. We're gonna all enjoy our holiday weekend because we're gonna go hard in the freaking paint during this season to make sure that you're winning your leagues. If you are a listener, um, just be prepared. We might have an emergency pod this weekend if something crazy happens. Uh, right, like if all of a sudden Deshaun Watson decides to retire. Right. Yes. Exactly. So something like that. It's always worth. It's always worth a note. So, without further ado, also don't forget that we do have the uh, the podcast rater, the CMC guys. Uh, it's on the website. Don't forget to reach hey, out. Draft grader, too. Two bucks. Yeah, man. There's just so much good stuff. So many tools that uh, are offered by us. And like I said, even if you're too cheap for that, don't hesitate to reach out. You know, us guys. Hey, the expert Q&A is free this year. Yeah. And, you know, just like Matt said, Matt and I don't mind talking to people about fantasy. In fact, I think our wives probably like it when we're talking to somebody else and it's not them about it. So yeah. don't, don't, don't hesitate to reach out about those things. But that's uh, that's lineup lock for the week, and I appreciate you listening and uh, tuning in to this uh, quote-unquote emergency pod where we talked about the closing of preseason. Uh, not much this week on Thursday is going to go in that's going to be really fantasy relevant for us or for anyone really. It's really what happens on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday with cuts, in my opinion, yes. is fantasy relevant. Yeah. So no, it's all jockeying for position in the NFL. It's not anything fantasy stuff. So don't have, worry about it. Kids. Yeah, have a good have a good weekend. Enjoy the three day weekend if you got one. Grill out. And get ready for the journey to a championship because we're locked in and ready to deliver. This is Lined Up Locked and we are out. Peace. Peace.